0: Hello, my angels. Welcome back to another episode here on 8th House. I am recording outside today. This is so keen of me. We've literally had about three days of sun in the UK. I've just woken up and I've decided to come outside and record the airy season episode. So I'm hoping the vibes are giving lovely birdsong if they are giving nearby traffic. We were trying so hard to create a vibe this morning. I went out last night to the university sports club night. I am not part of a sports team anymore. I used to be in first year, but I never got to go, obviously to like that big sports varsity event. So I ended up going with housemate Jake. We love housemate Jake. And it was the most out of place environment. I've been in it in so long. We literally left after about 30 minutes. It was so interesting and was also dead sober for that. So that was a really interesting insight into what university could have been. But when I was leaving, I didn't feel unfulfilled per se. And then, cause I'm recording this on Thursday, my best friend is coming up today and we're going to go see Griff in London, which I'm super excited about. And then we have this like ball pit night out happening on Friday night, which I would say was maybe my favorite night of first year, but I don't want to jinx it because I feel like everything that I've said, oh, I loved this in first year has just not been the same this time. But anyhow, you know I love a quick little update before we get into the episodes. How are we all doing? How is the vibe? How is March treating us? I know that I mentioned briefly in my January Faves episode that January and December had been pretty intense. Very very shortly after I uploaded that episode of Valentine's Day everything kind of went downhill for me <laughs> and I took another month break because guys it has just been so rough out here like it's just been such a strange adjustment period i think that's maybe the best way to think about march because there have been definitely lighter days but i think like i've almost had some of my worst days in here as well so it's been a real rocky little roller coaster, but February was very, very interesting. The health in February was just not it. I caught COVID in February. Pretty much everyone I know caught COVID in February or some other really intense illness. And that was genuinely one of the worst illnesses I have had in such a long time, like maybe even in years. I don't know how some people don't have any symptoms. Like I don't know if it's the different strands, but it was like definitely quite an intense illness even though I had like all the vaccines I don't really know what my body was doing maybe my immune system is just horrific so that wiped me out for a full week then I made some sort of miracle recovery that was so interesting I was like pulling a tarot card every single day to see what day I was going to heal and the day it gave me I tested negative (laughs) (laughs) Like it obviously wasn't, you know, unbelievable because I know the tarot, I know how it works. It has never failed me. But me predicting down to the day when I was going to test negative. But I feel like even trying to explain to somebody that I knew I was going to be negative on this day because the tarot told me so was very 2022. Those have been the past kind of few months. I've been going through a major identity sort of crisis, especially regarding astrology and the podcast. And I feel like it's just been such an intense time of questioning and the answers seem like they're finally coming through so we are rebooting the podcast i feel more aligned with the direction and the audience so we are officially back alongside the astrology new year happy astrology new year happy aries season there has been such a shift in my audience over the past week i think there are a lot of new people here so i do just want to say hello my name is kate This is my astrology podcast. I've called it 8th house because the majority of my planets sit within the 8th house, which is the house of mysticism, astrology, as well as a lot more heavy stuff. But I basically wanted to create a space where we could talk about astrology in a way that just felt very connective and very grounding, as well as a couple of other heavier things. I'm very aware that if you are joining me right now on my podcast journey, there is literally nothing on my episodes and this is because I switched podcasting provider And for some reason, it wouldn't let me bring certain episodes over. And because astrology is time sensitive, anyways, in the sense of what I told you last Aries season is not necessarily relevant for this Aries season, I just decided it would be better to start afresh. All right, my loves, let's get into Aries season. Happy Astrology New Year. Happy Rebirth season. I think we all deserve this more than anything. The past six months have been such an intense period of transformation, really showing us what is working what isn't working what is worth really putting our time into resolving and what we just need to release and let go so on the 20th the sun finally left pisces and entered aries now the majority of pisces season we had so many planets in aquarius and this was giving us a real detaching disassociating vibe for the majority of february and march especially with the fact that aquarius is still a saturn ruled sign and having venus and mars in there we were still really pushing ourselves to find a lot of purpose a lot of direction which will have been a really big theme even with our capricorn planets so really january december and feb felt a lot like we were running out of time like we had to commit to something but we weren't fully sure what was worth committing to we might have really felt like we were rushing decisions we could have felt very stagnant we could have felt very rooted and very lost around this time because there wasn't a ton motivating us i don't know about you i do feel like march has definitely been lighter than february i don't honestly think we could have gotten worse maybe than February finally is the energy going to get any better is it going to shift these are the questions that I feel like have been in the inbox consistently the short answer is yes the long answer is it might take some time so on March 20th the Sun entered Aries meaning that we were officially into Aries season and officially out of Pisces season Pisces season is all about completion it is the final sign in the zodiac it represents all the lessons that we have learned up until this point and it really has us making decisions pisces season is a real kind of reality check which is interesting because so much of pisces season is about being in our heads and feeling very disconnected with reality but i've always noticed especially that virgo full moon because that virgo full moon itself is a reality check that is what very much cuts through all of the pisces kind of illusions and fantasies that we've kind of conjured up for ourselves now the fact that we had so many planets in Aquarius during Pisces season was very very intense because this led to almost a completely different level of detachment and disassociation because not only did we still have that slight Saturn influence pushing us to make decisions and to come to conclusions but we also had that emotional Pisces sun, Pisces Mercury, which was really having us fight kind of logic versus emotion. This could have been a very emotional month or it might've felt like there were days where you were either super emotional and days where you could not be more detached. There might've been a lot of almost turning off that emotion so we didn't have to feel it so deeply because what will happen with these water seasons is depending on what other planets are kind of happening, since we had so much air energy alongside that water energy, it was very much the two extremes because water and air don't necessarily pair in a super kind of harmonious way because they really are the complete opposite which is interesting because you would think that water and fire had less in common but realistically i've always found that fire seasons and water seasons are both very very emotional because the fire signs are the real crybabies of the zodiac and I can say this as a leo sun and a leo moon and a Sagittarius. rising so I will put my foot down there because with fire signs and fire seasons because there is so much being burned down and there's so much kind of sacrifice within there there's a lot of emotion tied up in frustration that when you're dealing with fire energy if you are not kind of expressing yourself in a way that feels authentic that emotion is going to take over which is something we might see as well with Aries season because Aries energy tends to be quite impulsive it can be quite impatient Aries energy within itself does not overthink it is very much actions first think about it later and in a way this almost benefits them more because they are so busy acting and putting themselves out there that they don't really think about kind of the risks and consequences that could come from that and they're not letting other people kind of weigh too much in on their decisions their actions what they do in astrology all the zodiac signs have mantras and Aries happens to be I am I have so many Aries friends and friends with just Aries placements within their charts and what will tend to happen with both Aries and Pisces energy which will be interesting because those are the two key energies of this Aries season because Aries is at the very beginning of the zodiac it still has all of these 12 life lessons to learn it's really going off what is around it and Aries can be interestingly very impressionable which is something that I have definitely seen, and I don't think it's spoken about enough. I think there's this real representation of Aries being, you know, so strong in themselves and really blazing ahead. But I would say 99% of the Aries sons I know are people who tend to base big parts of their personality off external things particularly their interests this is a big thing with Aries placements particularly Aries Suns Venus's and Mercury's especially if you have Aries in the second house the fifth house and even the third and the 11th houses and this is because Aries placements can be a little bit I don't want to say nerdy but they can be very very passionate about their interests and because they haven't had these like life lessons I've noticed that Aries placements make so much of their personality based off the things that they are into. I would say more than the majority of people. For example, if they're into a certain show, if they're into a certain like musician, if they're into a certain sport, that will really become kind of their driving personality force. That is how you connect to Aries placements. If you do not know how to connect to Aries placements, ask them about their interests. Find one thing, go through their Insta and find one thing that you can tell they are into and ask them about it. And you will have something connecting you for the rest of your life. Like that is literally how Aries Places work. I feel like astrology discourses always throw out this idea that Aries is super, you know, headstrong and super confident and super loud when realistically, I would not say that's Aries at all. But again, I definitely think naivety can go both ways. So you can have people who tend to be more conscious and people who tend to be a little bit more hesitant. And then you have people who kind of go ahead, do not worry about the consequences, can be very self-assured and know what they want, go immediately after that. I know Aries on both. Of the scales and it is a very very interesting thing to observe I think Aries placements are very misunderstood similarly as Pisces placements but again going back to this idea of I am something that Aries season is very good for is really re-establishing with yourself who you are authentically I think especially with the way the past six months have gone there has been a lot revealed to you regarding your external circumstances people who have come in people who have left jobs and opportunities that have come in jobs and opportunities that have left this has been a really good time to show you what it actually is that really kind of drives you forward the spaces within your life and where you almost had to kind of perform as opposed to being your authentic self. however i do want to say before i forget that we do not have any retrogrades within march and april the retrograde shadows for both venus and mercury ended around march 1st so some of you might have felt a real shift around there particularly any sort of answers that maybe felt very out of reach in kind of the months leading up to march maybe became clear now you might have had some sort of conversations you might have resolved any sort of drama or any sort of kind of residue that had been left over from the events of the past six months now although the sun entered aries on the 20th of march i think there was this expectation that the energy was going to shift Immediately. At least I know definitely from me that I thought airy season and spring was gonna be like an instantaneous change, which was very bold of me because we did start airy season with a Scorpio moon, which is always a bit of an intense vibe. So if you've still been having a little bit of rockiness this week, I do just want to clarify though that March is very much picking up the pieces, it is very much figuring how we want to move forward, our next steps. Because we still have Venus, Mars and Saturn all in Aquarius still, we still have a little bit of Saturnian influence regarding kind of what is coming for us. However, on March 27th, Mercury enters Aries. This is actually going to be a very welcomed transit. I think there's been so much hesitancy when it comes to trusting ourselves and our words Pisces Mercury is very reliant on intuition and emotion when it comes to discussing things you might have felt very Deeply connected to people around you around this time, or perhaps you were only interested in connecting with people if it was on that deeper level. You might have been having conversations that felt a little bit heavier. You might have been having conversations that needed to be had, because again, Pisces represents endings, the closing of chapters. So if you have finally kind of worked out what it is that you want, I would really recommend with this Aries Mercury to get very direct with what you are calling in, get very direct with what you are asking for. There is this real kind of reluctancy when it comes to asking directly what it is that we want and I mean this in like the real world sense but also of course the manifestation sense there is actually so much power when it comes to asking people directly if there is a possibility that this can happen for you so if you've been kind of hesitating about maybe reaching out to somebody regarding maybe like a job or an opportunity if you have been kind of putting off asking like your situationship what are we if you've been basically harboring anything that has not been answered yet this is a really good time to do so. However, I will just say that sometimes Aries Mercury, again, with this infamous Aries temper that can definitely be present within these transits. Make sure that you're approaching things very centered on the we as opposed to the I. Because again, going back to the I am, one thing that Aries can struggle with can be self-awareness, and it can occasionally find it quite difficult to see things from different perspectives or see things from kind of different angles because they can get very fixed in their mindset. So if they think that, you know, you are coming for them, you will get that back, <laughs> you will get that back. I've noticed that Aries manifests very, very differently as a moon and as a rising sign. I have noticed that people with Aries risings can tend to be more on the kind of everything is about me. I would say Loki that Leo kind of reputation really does apply to a lot of Aries placements that I have met I think there's a real kind of center their to revolve around and it does tend to be themselves but as well this is one of those things that can be resolved with just a little bit of self-awareness and kind of understanding, again, where other people are coming from and really approaching things as the we. I think this is just one of the biggest things to keep in mind for this season is really moving into how can we do this together? How can we both approach this as opposed to how can you do this? And how can I do this? Because sometimes the teamwork can get a little bit lost here. And this is really interesting because Aries has this real reputation again for being very sporty and for being very active. And a lot of this is definitely down to the competitive streak that aries placements have and also their need for control because aries is still a mars ruled sign so there is a real similarity between aries and scorpio when it comes to needing to be in control of themselves and occasionally their external circumstances so this could be really frustrating i think for these placements and during the season because we instantaneously want to feel as though we are able to kind of control how everything plays out for us we want to control how people are going to respond we want to control How you know the outcome is gonna be. But as always with fire seasons, it is one of those things where you really have to sacrifice in order to see the best results this season, and a lot of it is going to be self limitation you are really gonna need to be releasing anything that is holding yourself back, which you can control, which is a really good way to look at Aries season. If there's anything that you are engaging with, any sort of kind of self-destructive habits or the way that you speak to yourself or the way that you show up in relationships, with this being the astrology new year, this is very much kind of the January, the fresh start for the cycles. So Aries season gives us that really good chance to restart and go back to the basics and back to the drawing board. Aries is all about kind of that growth mindset and not being afraid to fail not being afraid to kind of look stupid doing something that maybe you know, you haven't kind of perfected yet. Pisces season likely brought up a lot of comparison, a lot of perfectionism, especially with that Virgo full moon. So really learning how we can stay authentic to ourselves while still feeling fulfilled and still progressing. Aries is thankfully going to give us the progressing that we have been needing so desperately since we have felt so stagnant and so still for so long. And we're also very likely to see our social lives picking back up with Aries season, especially if you have it in any of the social houses, Particularly my air signs, you are going to be feeling so much better, thank God. But also fire signs. This is the first time the sun has been in a fire sign since the beginning of December, which was Sag season. But also the first time we have actually had planets in fire signs over the past four months, really, which is likely to possibly have some quite emotional undertones this area season. But there's nothing in me that would think that that would be kind of unwelcomed. I don't mean this so much in the sense of being upset or being sad but I mean this more in the feeling emotionally connected with ourselves which I think is just something that has not been the norm for some time now I feel like there's just been so much anger when it comes to us being emotional with the intense detachment vibes whenever we would feel emotion we'd either try and repress it and throw it back or we'd feel into it way too deep and because we've likely spent so much time in december and january and feb feeling sorry for ourselves and leaning into kind of the tears there there might be like a real frustration or a type of mental block that we are putting on ourselves to not feel emotion and i think this is gonna be a really good time to heal our relationship with feeling so deeply i think this is also going to be a really good time to heal just our emotional sides in general now from march 31st to april 4th we have a couple of different astrology things happening i've seen people talking about the astrology of the first week of april for some time now so from march 31st to april 1st we have some strong chiron influence If you are a frequent listener on these podcasts, you will know I do talk about Chiron a lot. Chiron is our wounded healer. It represents our insecurities in our chart and where we really have to focus on healing in this lifetime. So we have Chiron conjunct the sun, moon, and mercury on these days. Now, when Chiron is sitting directly on Aries energy, even on... Just any planet, really, but especially with the fact that it is Aries energy, this could feel like quite an explosive time, particularly with the fact that Mercury is there as well. You might notice that you could be having a lot of conversations, you could be having a few situations with friends, you could really just be seeing tempers really raised around this time with the sun and the moon as well this could possibly manifest as issues with parents but it could also just manifest as feeling very deeply especially with the moon representing childhood we could be feeling a lot of childhood insecurities around this time we could be feeling a lot of future fear as well with that sun being conjunct Chiron as well the sun represents where we are going there is a real likelihood that you might have to really look at these self-limiting beliefs and I know I touched on that a little bit earlier but this is going to be a really really good time to release that and call in different mindsets different perspectives different opportunities because on April 1st we do have our new moon in Aries this is our first new moon of our new new moon cycle. So this moon is likely to be really pivotal when it comes to our rebirth, when it comes to stepping into ourselves and our confidence. April is going to be a big month of confidence building. I have definitely seen this already in March as well. I will say airy season in general is going to be a big confidence task. Now on the 4th of April, we do have Venus in 29 degrees. You know how much I will talk about a critical degree. I think they're so, so important because they really do kind of signify beginnings and endings. So 29 degrees of Venus could mean that you are really officially making up your mind with people. You could basically be coming to some sort of decision. This could be relevant to relationships, but this could also be very relevant to jobs and finances. You might actually be kind of signing off some sort of contract you might be offered a job you could possibly be cementing your relationship in you could possibly be deciding you know you deserve better this is going to probably be another little key time again that first week of april is going to be pretty loaded with the astrology it's going to be a lot of seeing what is holding us back releasing that and watching the opportunities literally come flooding in. Because on April 4th, we have Venus in 29 degrees of Aquarius. We do have Venus entering Pisces on April 5th this is a really kind of cute energy i really enjoy pisces venus this will be the first time since november 5th that venus is not in a saturn ruled sign and we are going to see such a shift such a shift with the way we think about love the way that we show up in our relationships the way that we kind of pursue our passions our interests what motivates us to go after certain careers there is going to be so much more emotional connection when it comes to the decisions and the pursuits that we are making but this is also going to be a really good time for love romance if you've been having kind of real rocky periods lately you might notice venus and pisces really does smooth things over the only thing i will say is that it can tend to romanticize and idealize situations as well so if for example somebody is not treating you the way that you should be you might have a tendency to kind of overlook the red flags the red flags might not look so red to you. Especially because Venus is exalted in Pisces so it loves being in Pisces. This is a sign it feels very comfortable in so we are going to see that real sense of harmony being restored to our romantic relationships, our platonic relationships but as well this idea of our finances, our relationship with money, how we make our money, really having this desire to pursue things that feel very emotionally fulfilling. Now speaking of romance and harmony being restored, the second week of April as well as the third week of April we have jupiter conjunct neptune in the sign of pisces so this is going to be a really good time for any sort of creativity a really good time for spirituality and romance jupiter represents our philosophies our belief systems it represents kind of our higher self abundance rewards and expansion while neptune represents this idea of transcendence it represents this idea of unconditional love, spirituality, creativity. It's also very linked in with the entertainment industry and this idea of fame that is all ruled by Neptune. So around this time, around maybe the 5th of April to around the 17th, 18th of April, we might see a lot more inspiration flowing in. This is going to be a really good time for my creatives out there because the past few months have not been very friendly with this idea of creativity. We are finally connecting with ourselves, taking that courage, stepping into to our higher selves and allowing these messages to channel through. Now, I want to say Jupiter has been in Pisces since around Christmas time. This transit has actually been surprisingly difficult to work with. I've noticed that there seem to be two things that are bringing people abundance with this transit. Sometimes it's very easy, you can literally ask and see things start shaping, but Jupiter and Pisces is a little bit more tricky. Two routes that I have noticed are the most successful for getting what you want under this Jupiter and Pisces transit because it does actually move to Aries pretty soon in around May time. So this is how to best use Jupiter and Pisces The first thing you're going to do is you're going to get very very specific with what you want pisces energy can be quite murky it can be very indecisive it can really struggle pulling things out and saying this is exactly it which is an energy that we definitely felt around february march time but the more specific you are with what you want and what you are calling in it is going to surprise you how accurately jupiter and pisces is going to give that to you because jupiter and pisces is just here to help you out but if it doesn't know exactly what you want really looking to that opposite sign of pisces which is virgo and virgo knows exactly what it wants channeling that virgo energy and saying this this and this jupiter and pisces is going to come through for you there now my second tip if you have noticed yourself having any sort of maybe channeled messages or for example if you're going around your day you are having breakfast having a shower going for a walk and you start getting these really random and they seem random ideas popping into your mind or little messages saying, do this, do this, try this. Have you thought about this from this angle? They're not random. They're not random because they work. There is a reason that these little spontaneous voices Are coming for you and this is because Pisces energy is all about pulling out that reason from something that wouldn't normally make sense so if you are having fragments which is a big Neptune kind of vibe if you are having little fragments of information that doesn't quite make sense now, write it down and write down your dreams as well. I'm not gonna say that all of your dreams have meanings, but you might notice that there are some certain key themes that keep coming up. I would also not be surprised if a lot of people started having like spiritual breakthroughs around this time. Jupiter and Neptune are exactly conjunct on April 12th, so this might be a key date as well, but I think there's gonna be a big sense of connecting with our spirituality, feeling aligned, feeling very much at peace and at harmony, which is also gonna be amplified by our April 16th full moon in Libra. So this is going to be a real week of restoring that harmony because where has that harmony been for the past six months, I do not know. But it's okay because it's coming back. Now, oddly enough, I really enjoy a Libra full moon. For me, it doesn't fall in too harsh of a house, it falls in my career sector. So, this will be very different if maybe Libra falls in your eighth house, your fourth house, or your twelfth house. So, particularly my water signs. This could possibly be a little bit of an intense month for you. However, my fire signs do also have this in their social houses. And because Libra deals with this idea of partnerships, you are really going to be looking at what it's is that you are calling in the type of people that you are committing to how you show up in relationships how other people show up for you how to protect your energy how to serve people best it's really putting a lot into perspective regarding your relationships but while Aries is all about I am this is me I am this Libra is very much about we are and it struggles separating itself from other people, which is why Libra tends to be known as people pleasers, why they tend to put other people first, why they can really struggle having kind of their own opinions, because as opposed to Aries, Aries has opinions that it has crafted off things it itself has chosen, while Libra tends to craft their opinions based on the people who they have around them. Which is why this Libra Full Moon is gonna be really good at looking towards our social circles and the people we interact with and asking if they are aligned with us and who we wanna be and if we feel as though these people are helping us step into these versions of ourselves, you might make some sort of decisions around this time again regarding relationships. I think there is gonna be a lot of decisions being made around relationships and friendships around March and April. I think it's gonna be a very social time. So I think there's gonna be a lot more reconnecting. I think we're really gonna be seeing what is kind of flowing and what isn't. And with Pisces and Venus and Mars, there's a likelihood that we will still be deepening these connections. Now, what else do I wanna pull out? On the 14th, mars enters pisces on april 19th we do have a 29 degrees airy sunday 29 degree days are so weird i will just say be a little bit careful with tensions around this time 29 degree suns and Marses tend to be the most intense when it comes to any sort of disputes we had a 29 degree Pisces the other day, actually. And that one was, again, a little bit touchy because what happens with that 29 degree is that that energy is kind of at its maximum. 29 is that anaerobic degree, it's that critical degree. And especially in the sign of Aries, it could definitely raise some sort of tension. So not in a fear-mongering way, but April 19th could possibly be a bit intense for some of us, especially if you have any particular personal planets that are really being aspected there. It's also likely we might see something very present in the news around this time because 29 degree Aries energy does tend to make the news oh my gosh and I actually forgot on April 10th throwing it back Mercury goes into Taurus I am really excited for this one Taurus is ruled by Venus however the moon is actually exalted in the sign of Taurus and this is because Taurus is very comfortable speaking about their emotions they're very comfortable kind of voicing their mind and hearing other people. Taurus and Aries are kind of the two extremes in the sense that Taurus has learned the lesson from Aries not to rush. So Taurus doesn't rush, but then this can sometimes have them slowing down a little bit too much. I love Taurus Mercury's. I think there's so much safety in the way that they talk. There's so much safety in Taurus energy for me anyways. My best friend, she has like eight Taurus placements. There's just such a safety with Taurus energy in the sky and I feel like people really feel very seen and heard around this time. So especially with the fact that we have Mercury in Taurus, Pisces, Venus, full moon in Libra. This is actually a really nice astrology lineup for this month with the exception of that last week of March and that first week of April. Once we actually get into April, it is a lovely vibe. And then on the 19th, we enter tourist season, which if you've been here for a while, you'll know that is one of my all-time favorite seasons. So I am very excited for this and I hope you are too. I hope that this has kind of eased your mind if you have been through a rockier kind of six month period. We are definitely on the other side and working towards our healing now. So that is everything for the Aries season episode. Thank you so much for being here. If you are a reoccurring listener, thank you so much for being so patient with me. And if you are a new listener, welcome to 8th house. I am so glad that we have found each other. Sending you all the love as always, and I will speak to you hopefully soon.